What is up, Prackies? Welcome to Ask Pracky Anything, episode three. My name is Liam D. Elysiums, and in this episode, we're talking about everything to do with classroom behavior management. Let's go on to question number one. What is the worst case of class behavior that you've witnessed? So the worst behavior I've seen in a class was probably on my first few practices because they're at the same school and this school actually, when I was doing research on it from the beginning, was ranked number one for behavior issues. It was number one for expulsions, suspensions, everything like that. So I was quite nervous beforehand, but on looking back in hindsight, I know it was probably a good thing because it, chucked me into the deep end it was a bit of a baptism of fire but because of that now I'm comfortable with anything there's nothing a kid could do in a class that would surprise me much I could go on endless stories about some of the kids that were there but one story that comes to mind was this kid I was um, my teacher was doing their ordinary classes but then they also had um, learning difficulties class and in this school there was so 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 many kids of so many different groups and backgrounds that learning difficulties class was basically anyone that was slow or anyone and there was just no real kind of streamlined need it was this whole bunch of kids whether it be behavior or autism or dyslexia or whatever it is they're all kind of just chucked into the one class instead of their mainstream class so she said look we don't really have a bona fide curriculum for these kids they're just kind of the sick puppies of each class and they all get chucked in together so you don't have to come but I had a spare, I wasn't doing anything, so I thought I might as well show up and see what it was like. So I went to that class and just sat up the back and there was one kid there that was best mates actually with the kid that I told the story in on this week's Prac Teacher 101, so check that video out. Um, he was best mates, this was his mate, and he was in my class and he had just, ironically enough, also had just come back from a suspension. And I was walking into the class um, just beforehand to get you know my desk at the back set up and he was sit, uh, standing out the front of the class before everyone came in with his like his nose under his his nose under his jumper like that, and he had an aerosol from the bottom, and was making like a hot a hot room of aerosol and was just like sniffing it and getting high off the fumes, and that was before the class had even begun, so he's going. Psh- as I'm walking in and I go okay awesome this kid's gonna be off the walls because he already had um, some sort of um, development problem which meant he couldn't sit still ever so now he was high on top of that as well so he was just off the walls literally he got up and was running around the side of the around the class and kind of smacking kids in the head as he ran past Something that I wish I could do as a teacher, but he just took it upon himself to actually do it. So he was running around smacking kids and then that was bad enough, but then he jumped up on top of the chairs, on top of the tables and was doing the same thing. And the the chairs were kind of like in three pods and he was jumping in between each of the three of them, doing like a really manic laugh, like a (laughs) and like running around going absolutely nuts. And then my teacher, because there's a rule that you can't really touch a kid because, or like grab a kid unless he's really doing damage to other people or to himself. You could say the smacks in the head was damaged, but 
my teacher didn't really want to go into that gray area until he jumped off the table and he jumped so high that his head hit the fan <laughs> as he jumped. So he went boom and went down and was like on his knees. And then my teacher just grabbed hold of him. And it was really strange because as soon as she touched him, he just stopped. It was quite weird. It was like a, a cow being, or a horse being hit, hypnotized. It's like, as soon as he grabbed, as she grabbed him, he just went and stopped. And then from then on, he wasn't an issue. So that was probably the most hectic behavioral problem that I've seen in a classroom. But it's taught me a few things, especially how to deal with a kid that's going literally off the wall. How do I not harbor grudges against problem students? I know in my personal experience, when you have a kid in your class and they're just a problem kid all the time, nonstop, every lesson, and you know for a fact that every time you do an activity, you're gonna to have to factor their control scheme into the lesson plan because they're not gonna do what you want them to do. And it's very easy to start to harbor a personal grudge against that kid. And it's a lot easy to kind of just really focus them on them all the time and then eventually that turns into a really negative relationship because they're testing you out they're trying you out and then as soon as anything goes wrong in your class you're always subconsciously looking to them first which makes them feel victimized and they're not learning they're disrupting everyone else um, you're not enjoying them in your class they're not enjoying you and it's just it gets to that stage where it's really negative and it's just an ugly atmosphere so I know it's so, so, so easy to just harbor a grudge against that kid, but there are some things to keep in mind with that and harboring a grudge against a problem kid isn't gonna solve the behavioral issues for them or for you or for the class generally. So some things to keep in mind that I've found work um, is I heard, I asked this very question at my PD the other day and he said to hate the sin, not the sinner. Sometimes kids, especially that eight, nine, 10 period, in the, in the grading system, um, they're naturally going into a stage where they're questioning authority for the sake of it because they've been in school from the very get-go, from grade one. So they're just getting used to the system. They're right in the middle. Grade 12 and graduation seems so much far away, but grade one seems ages ago, so they're kind of in limbo land. And they're taking a step back in their mental development and going, actually, why am I doing this? Who says I have to do this? And so they're naturally questioning authority. So a lot of the time they're not doing it personally against you. I'd say 99% of the time it's not against you personally, it's for who you represent. You represent the man to them. And in, in that stage of their development, they're naturally wanting to go against that. So it's not personal against you and it's not personal against them either. And sometimes it's like I said in Prac Teacher 101, a lot of the time school is last in the priority list for them because they've got a broken home or their situation outside of school isn't the best either. So it's incorrect to naturally go against a kid just for the sake of it. You may have one kid in the blue moon that's just narcissistic psychopath like that that will just test you for the sake of it. But a lot of the time it's because of something and whether it be their situation or their development. So one key thing for dealing with behavior is not to hold a grudge against that kid personally because that will never result in a positive outcome. That's been Ask Pracky Anything episode three. My name is Liam D. Elysiums on Pracky, an online blog made by teachers for teachers. Question for you, the viewer. When you were at school, 
What was the number one thing you got in trouble for? The biggest thing that sent you down to the deputy head's office? Let's just share that down in the comments. Make sure you ask questions, get into contact on our email, and I'll see you next week.